This podcast is part of E2C Network, where we share the whole Auburn experience. David Housel said it best, the whole of the Auburn experience. Boy, oh boy, unfortunately, sometimes does it include Auburn sports, but we're still happy to have those Auburn sports. Yes, sometimes it includes uh, ups and downs, highs and lows, a little bit of luck, a little bit of miracles, but also you have to be prepared for those miracles. It also includes little shops in the corner of College and Magnolia serving the best lemonade, but it also includes those little mom and pop stores that so tastefully hint at being part of the Auburn family when you visit them across the nation. It's somebody over in Spain. It's somebody in Pelham, Alabama. But of course, it's about all of us in the Auburn family because we are all part of the Auburn experience. And that is what we discuss here on this podcast. And of course, the experience is always better with more people. And that's why I always have my co-host, my friend, Austin Scott. Welcome back, sir. Welcome. Thanks for having me, War Eagle Kyle. Uh, really great weekend on the Plains homecoming, uh, which just encompasses the Auburn experience all in all. Um, great turnout for Tumor's Corner after the game. Lots of toilet paper thrown. Uh, lots of people experiencing Auburn for the first time. Um, just a great weekend for a lot of people to come home. And it was an exciting weekend for sure. We'll get into all of it and more, I'm sure. Um, but man, what, what a great weekend every year it is for homecoming at Auburn. We're going to dive a little bit more into just the homecomingness of it all. Like, you know, the stuff that's pretty much outside of the actual football game, whether it's a good or bad, uh, things that we, I experienced, maybe Austin saw and experienced this weekend as well that go into that. Uh, we usually spend the first segment here kind of talking about what's hot and that's obviously, you know, the topic of what happened in that football game, <laughs> if it was a football game, in Jordan-Hare Stadium. Uh, but I, just before we dive into those somewhat, you know, not-so-fun conversations, I will acknowledge with you as well that I think that's sometimes lost, that what a great weekend this was, if you have the right perspective about things. You know, I mean, Auburn is such a unique and amazing place, and sometimes we forget in the frustrations of a football team that can't find its footing. <laughs> that uh it's much bigger than even the outcome of a football game even when we win i just i want to remind folks out there we did win a football game yes was there <laughs> luck involved a little bit but luck is where preparation meets opportunity and you can continue to argue with me all you want on that online whatever i'm gonna continue to throw that in your face I, i'm i'm gonna be honest austin i'm a little bit salty after the game not even so much about the football team just about some of our response so you're gonna have to keep me in check tonight Oh boy, that, that's a tall task for both of us to have to ask the other to keep in check, but we'll do, Listen, we'll do our best. I was crotchety in episode two and three, I think, about how the team was performing. Now I'm just salty about <laughs> everything else now. And I think maybe obvious, obviously if our team was doing a little better, that wouldn't even happen, but it is what it is. I, I Austin, hey, help me make sense of what we saw. I mean, it's it's the hot topic right now. I'm sitting over here just trying to find a way to, put a lipstick on a pig but help me understand what we saw during that remind you this is a homecoming game the that homecoming we saw. game yeah the homecoming game that auburn doesn't normally schedule against conference opponents i think that's just the way the why fell this year uh, <sighs> but uh it was an offensive clinic by both teams i thought just uh really well done on both sides of the field show <laughs> throwing the ball around we've all seen the screenshot i'm sure going around of the like 15 consecutive punts 
but all accompanied by three and outs. Uh, just after halftime, we all just had a great time watching them kick that ball back and forth. The punter from down under sure did do a lot to um, – Help his Ray Guy Award candidacy, so good for him. I think that's uh, a positive. I'll take you weren't aware that that's what this whole season about is to to avenge the Ray Guy Awards that should have been earned in the past by several other Auburn punters. That that's oh, what this has been I'm about. In. I'm in. Man, it all makes sense now. If you just look at it through that lens, folks, we're getting Oscar Chapman a Ray Guy Award. I mean, let's think about. Uh, I'm blanking on some of their names. You have to help me out here. Um, God, wow. You know, uh, Aaron Sipos could have easily yes. won a Ray Guy. Um, Stephen Clark could have run a run a Ray guy for sure. Thank you. That's who I was thinking of. Um, but yeah, that's it was dreadful. It was yeah. dreadful to watch uh, in person on TV, whatever. Um, and it left a lot of people unhappy. There were a lot of chances for Auburn to pull away in that game. A lot of chances for Missouri to win that game. Uh, and in the end, it took down to the very last play at the very last inch for Auburn to come away with a win. But uh, Whew, it was it was something, and a whole lot of responses came to it. And let me just say this too, just from the other side's perspective. And I, I almost felt bad for Missouri, and it was just kind of the way when you're walking around. Yeah, when your team loses, especially if it's on the road, you kind of walk around sheepishly on campus while you're going back to your car or taking. And that, you know, credit to a lot of the Missouri fans that stuck around and kind of took in Tumor's Corner yeah. just to see the spectacle. Because this, hey guys, this was the first time they've ever visited too. I, I don't know if y'all knew that. We were talking about that pre-show with some of the people on YouTube. Uh, another unique scenario there, and uh, they almost got out of here with their first win the first time ever visiting too but they were just like sitting around at tailgates like some of them even like cross like you know cross-legged on the ground just kind of like i, I don't know and then like we're, and then the auburn fans would sit next to him and be like man i don't know either i just i, I don't know i, I, I want to be i'm happy but i don't know man this is this is rough <laughs> this is yeah tough. i mean it was just both teams left being like did either of us win that game i i don't really know there was a fan uh near us who was a missouri fan and uh, a friend of mine was actually sitting next to him and and was telling me that after the game they were just kind of stunned and and he kind of pat him back and was like you know i'm got thanks for coming uh, i'm sorry about how and he was like man he was like i don't know what just happened and he was just like you know i'm he was like i'm glad auburn won because I've been dealing with this since the seventies and I guess Missouri, he just seemed down in the dumps in on Missouri football. And I guess that's kind of how we're all feeling. It's, I don't know. And whatever that was, it happened, I guess. Yeah. So just, you know, it is what it is. Auburn walked out with a win and uh, I think you should be thankful for that. I also echo and I wish you could have seen me in the stands. I had great seats in the upper deck, like front. I wasn't the front row. I was basically there. Uh, could see yeah. everything. It was a great place to be for homecoming game to see all the festivities of that, you know, you know, and everything that's not even with homecoming. Then you know the War Eagle flight just was a great, beautiful day. A little bit warm, but not too warm for the most part of it. Did be a little sunburn, uh, but I mean, we, as the game went on, you just felt like the way we started is like we listen. This is the home game, or this is the homecoming everybody needed right here. And you're like feeling yeah. high, fourteen to nothing. And then it happened, and I just don't – I don't know what we watched. Um, we got to see Holden Gurner for the very first time. Poor kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to play football, and God love him. He just yeah, he, is thrown in there 
uh, you know, didn't expect to play probably this season. And he's just thrown in there in an SEC game at home when there's so much outside noise. And, uh, you know, for what all is going on, good for him for getting in there and doing what he could. It's it's so funny because, you know, I obviously in the stands, but I can only imagine the people that had a good vantage point on TV could see probably his eyes. I bet they were oh. just like as wide as saucers. Had to be huge. Just like – because let, let's be honest, folks, and this is not a, you know, we kind of sound like we've taken some shots at Missouri fans. You're still part of the SEC and you're a power five school, even if you weren't part of the SEC. So that's power five talent may not be the yeah. same level, you know, as some other in the, you know, power five or the SEC, but it's still power five talent. And so that's who's coming up against him and, and coming to knock his head off, essentially. And for to his credit, I think he uh, I remember one good throw that he had kind of yeah. zinged in there. And uh, I don't remember who that was, too. But I was like, all right, I kind of like what I see there is, you know, he also had that little flip out into the flats. That was a lateral that almost was a fumble. Um, Yeah. Freshman. Uh, He's he's a little slow. He's a little bit slow, which, you know, we expected given he's a little pocket passer quarterback. And with this line, you can't really be slow. Um, And so he he was learning on the job and, uh, you know, good for him. And, Regardless, regardless if Holden Gurner ever plays a snap again, he got to play college football in the SEC for about four or five plays. And, you know, good for him. And I hope we get to see a lot more of Holden Gurner having success in Jordan here someday. So let's be honest about this game. And, and as we always remind you, we'll have deeper dives into the game on our Monday, live, uh, Monday night live streams. Uh, we do breakdowns and grades, uh, usually with Ben King. And uh, he'll be hopefully back this week to discuss and break down and grade this debacle of a game. But on the scale of frustration and relief or grad or however you want to say the positive scale, the negative scale of how you felt after this game, were you more thankful or were you closer to frustration by the end of it? And be oh, honest, man. I well, know, I definitely I, throughout the whole game went all the way, both sides all the <laughs> whole time. Where I landed is a good question. Probably uh, about about middle leaning frustrated. Glad we won. Um, you know that's the biggest thing. Yeah. You, you have three. You're three and one on the year, and you're one and zero in the SEC. Um, everything is so cheesy and so coach speak. But everything you want is still in front of you, as bleak as it might seem. Yeah. Um, but you know you're you won, given all that there's frustrations because you see same issues we've been talking about. You say all the same things that everyone's talking about that with issues with this team and are things going to get right. Um, and you're just not sure. Uh, and we don't know where it's going to go. We don't know when things are going to go. Um, but it's just, it's such a weird time in Auburn football right now where it just feels like we're all just stuck right here trying to watch what goes by. To quote a coach, I'm never mind. I'm gonna be nice, but to quote a certain coach, buckle up, folks. This is all the football. <laughs> yeah, let's jump into our second topic tonight, and it's still about homecoming, but it's the good stuff. That's what we really needed. And I'll be honest with you, this is what I needed during this season. Even with the game we just discussed, the frustrations of it. If you discredit and discount homecoming, you miss out on so much. And and when I tell folks to like, you know, a day weekend when it's done properly with the planning, uh, athletic events and otherwise is some of the best Auburn experience you have. I would say the same for homecoming as well. And there's no reason for them not to just pile you up with opportunities to experience Auburn 
on homecoming weekend, not just the day, but weekend. I had a blast all weekend for a variety of reasons, but can, can I just quote, or I'm going to try to quote, but let me ask this question first, Austin, did you happen? And I know you were in, you saw it in the stand, but did you happen to see the video that they made for homecoming with uh, lady a, as they're now called uh, compass yeah. the song thoughts on that. I mean, it, I, I, I don't want to sway you one way or the other. How'd you feel about that video? Oh, I loved it. My, my wife and I watched it that morning. Actually, they put it yeah. out on social media. Um, the E2C account retweeted it or uh, quote tweet or embedded it, however you want to say it. And we saw it and uh, I just thought it was great. You know, Auburn does that homecoming home video every year when it's a little bit different, but it all shows the sights of, of campus and not necessarily the game or anything game action, but the things you come back for that you participate all the whole weekend outside of just going to the football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, it makes you fit, get a little misty eyed. It just makes you feel good. Dang it, Auburn. Stop it right now. <laughs> you stop with this making me have to throw my, not throw my, but just bring my glasses down when it's not even sunny out just so that people won't see me getting all misty eyed. <laughs> Dag nabbit. My goodness. I don't it. know who's in charge there, but you need to stop it, sir. They nail it. And it it was good. Like that was kind of the things we ended the podcast with last week is talking about is this homecoming there. I know there's a lot of frustration around the team, but that this was the weekend to come back to Auburn and see different things you love and, and stir up those feelings for a school that means so much to so many of us. Uh, And, and a simple two minute video encompassed a whole lot of that. If it wouldn't get us, you know, YouTube strikes, because we are recording this live on YouTube. Um, I would play it right now for you just so y'all could watch me try not to get misty. I, I, I'm not joking, Austin, when I've watched this thing elite on my way back or listened to it in the background at least five times, Like I cannot get enough of it. I think every year they make a new one and I'm like, they'll never do better than that one. And they do it every single time. So if you haven't watched the video, go watch the video. It's like, I think barely over a minute. But it just is amazing. And, of course, like yeah. the first words from the song they play, it, it's been a bumpy road. And we're all like, man, I feel that. <laughs> right. Amen. I think Amen. I think it's like just because of that alone, it got people in their feels already. It has been a bumpy road. And uh, so there's no the, other way to describe it. The words I remember that the, the narrator, and I don't know who that is, but it's the same guy every time that does that. <clears throat> and uh, he says, I'm going to try to get it right here. Um, some of us are seeing this, are experiencing for this for the first time. Some of us, this is all we know. Some of us, uh, are coming back. Some of us never left. And when, hold on, hold on. When they said that and they showed Pat die in that, that's, that's what got (laughs) me. Cause you realize the man, yeah, he lived outside of Auburn when he got, you know, fired essentially. And, but he never left Auburn. That's what got me. I'm going to be honest with you. Like when they, when they showed Pat die when he first arrived and just as an old man standing on a fence post, just smiling back at us, I'm like, dang, never. <laughs> I hate they y'all. Had it so all. Much. They knew okay. which strings to pull. Yeah. And so uh, there were some other words I can't even remember right now because I'm getting misty eyed right now just thinking about that <laughs> segment in it. But it is a great video. I will watch it five other times before I go to bed tonight just because of how good it is. So, uh, other stuff how much did you get to experience outside of the actual game or did you get to do any of that yeah a little bit my so one of my favorite things every single year about homecoming um is 
it's, it's I don't think many people will say this is the floats. I yes. love the homecoming floats. And I was looking up today before I talked about this because I wanted to make sure I had it right. But I mean, this is perfect. This is an E2C podcast, and I'll be able to give a shameless plug here. But it was actually what I was looking for. You can Google Auburn Homecoming Floats 2022. The very first video that pops up is a video done by Colin. Got you covered. Of the we got you covered. And it's great footage. You get to see every one of them. It's exactly what you need. But I love the floats. Um, and I, some of them, you just every year, some of them just aren't very good. And they struggle. It's okay. They struggle. It's usually the same, same fraternity and sororities every year. But some of them put really good yeah. effort into them. They make sure all that little tissue paper is real tight and it all looks really good. Um, I ne- normally, I feel like when I walk by before the game, and it might be because the game was at 11, they've already awarded ribbons I think and so. to which one's winning. But when I walked by, on uh, Saturday, I guess they hadn't done. I, I couldn't find who won. I mean, it's pretty obvious when you look at it which one should win. I don't know um, that it is, and I'll tell you why in a second. Really? Yeah. I mean, they probably already announced I, it, but but yeah. I don't know who won. I still don't to, right right now. But I I thought PG and someone else, whoever the sorority accompanying them, theirs was like the big one with the jumbotron, and the you know had stands on it had. Uh, the the two or was it the Tiger Walk sign? Yeah, or was yep, it? Yep, yeah, that was some, that some version of that. Was super good and looked really clean. Um, I can't remember the other one I really liked, but I don't know who the won. Sanford um, Hall replica. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. That it, I mean, from the ground up, miniature Sanford Hall, about you know, like maybe four or five feet high, was really good. Um. And then there were there were some other okay ones, but they all look really good. And I'm always impressed that somehow students in their time figure out how to put all that together on homecoming yeah. week. Um, but that is one of my favorite parts to always see because um, people get pretty creative. Listen, Fiji House. We if you don't know who Fiji House is, they are the ones right across from the library. Uh, they're very loud, <laughs> and you know yes. you hear them on game days. And uh, to their credit, I love that they give the business. You know that what the referee used to say: give them uh, fifty yards, giving them the business to yeah. the opposing uh, buses as they come in, and just let them have it. I'm like, yeah, you you keep living that Auburn dream. <laughs> you just keep doing that. So credit to Fiji House because I would definitely say they are in the running for the best one because of the amount of effort that went into that, the, yeah. the size along with detail, but that Sanford hall. And, and to be honest, when I got a video of it, you know, some the elements had kind of gotten to some of the tissue paper a little bit. Cause I saw mm-hmm. it during the parade. I saw that Sanford hall come by and I went, Holy crap. And I was like, that's yeah. the winner. And then I saw Fiji houses and I was like, Oh my gosh. Like that. I mean, I don't know who's going to win this year. Usually I will say last year when I did it, there was a clear winner. I can't remember. We have a video of that too. If you want to go back and look at it, but I walked. I went by this year, and and there were others too that I felt that were worthy of winning something if they'd give different categories, right? But those are the t- the two standouts, right? There, I think clearly. you hit it on the head too because the Sanford one was so like down to a perfect replica, but that Fiji one was huge. Yeah, like I was amazed effort. at how big it was, and and then you know like they're usually the size of the jumbotron, they already do. And then, like, behind it, they've got the Tiger Walk sign. And so I think they had a tree or something else. And I was just mm-hmm. like, they, this is a whole lot of tissue paper. <laughs> yeah. Using that so. to bounce into, like, further stuff with Homecoming Week, If you know, the floats in the parade. Uh, the parade is is so much fun. 
Uh, it usually goes through uh, Maine of down, not downtown Auburn, but Tumors Corner, College of Mag, Thatch, that kind of area, the big square, uh, and yeah. uh, comes back for a pep rally. This year, because they were celebrating 150 years of the mechanical and ag, ag portion of Auburn is what it began as, they were doing an event that night, so they couldn't have the entire band like they did last year mm. up there, so it was the piped-in music for it. Uh, but if you haven't done that, it may seem cheesy. It may seem – but. I think that's one of the best things out there is to see the, the student organizations having fun. Uh, obviously the fraternity, uh, fraternities, <laughs> sororities. And that's a new one right Easy there. For you to say, yeah, this is how, you know, Kyle's had a rough week and he can't speak <laughs> worse than he already can't. Um, but yeah, that I would recommend that I had a great time uh, with that this weekend, getting to do that. The floats were great. And just, uh, the next thing I'm going to say about homecoming weekend is going to sound kind of mean, but I'm going to say it anyway. It's almost like a purging of certain parts of the fandom. Is that too mean? Is that too no, mean? No, I get what you're saying. No, I get what you're saying. These are the people you come to homecoming because you lo- love Auburn. And not to say that that makes you less of an Auburn fan or anything like that, but I feel like when I'm there at homecoming because of the inability to fill up the stadium, these are the people that truly are here for the big reasons. And listen, people have, I, I know things happen. There's other priorities, yeah. but there's plenty of you out there came, didn't come, had tickets and didn't sell the tickets because you don't like the way things are going. And you just, you know, all those kind of petty reasons. And I just felt like that day that I was with the cream of the crop. And I and like, I don't think I'm worthy of that sometimes. So it's kind of like, wow, I'm part of this today. You know, this this is the yeah. people who, when they see that video, whether it's on, on your phone or in the stadium, they're getting misty-eyed too. And I think the same thing. I was sitting, I, I got tickets from a alleged Alabama fan who was there at the game because their student or their uh, child is in the band, but you can kind of see she loves Auburn a little bit. It's it's infecting <laughs> her too. And you could almost see it in her. She's getting it too, this this family vibe. So I, I just love it, man. I really do. I know it makes me cheesy, sunshine. You just you call me sunshine pumper all you want. I love me some homecoming weekend. Just in the weather, yeah, it obviously got a little bit warm. You and the game wasn't oh. great, but everything else was just great. Yes, it uh, it could have been a lot hotter, that's for sure, uh, mm-hmm. and has been on the last weekend of September in the past. Um, but yeah, I mean, you hit it on the head. It, it's the homecoming weekend. The whole festivities, whether it's the alumni band with the marching band on that. the field. I mean, that, you know, and then crowning homecoming queen, all that just is so much bigger than just a football game. And the football game is used to really cap it all off. Um, but just a great weekend, uh, really fun. And just so, appreciate homecoming, folks, not not just because the football team might be struggling, but just appreciate what it means to have, like Kyle said, so much of the Auburn family, uh, the true Auburn family back and, and experiencing what they love about Auburn, not just related to athletics. And just like the video says, it doesn't matter how you're experiencing Auburn for the first time, for the thousandth sure. time, whether you've been there the whole time or you long to be back, we all call it the same thing, home. Listen, we're, we're actually kind of doing this live, uh, audible here, unless Austin has something else he wants to hit. Uh, we're going to kind of go with something we had a little bit planned on the fly there. And do you have anything, Austin, that you'd like to hit other than that topic? 
I don't think so. No, mm-hmm. I, I really like what we've talked about for this next section. I'm, I'm interested. It has to do with us doing this live in a way because we, yeah, we, we interact with a certain individual. But I'm excited yeah. to, to hear about this from how it went from your perspective. Uh, listen, uh, we're just uh, call me sunshine pumper all you want again. We're trying to give you some positivity on a, a very bleak season right now, even though we still have everything in front of us. Believe it or not. Um, right. Auburn homecoming is great experiencing Auburn for the first time again. And what I mean by that is not, you can't obviously experience again yourself. Once you, once it gets in, you know what it is. You can't, may not be able to explain it, but experiencing Auburn through the eyes of someone else for the first time is unexplainable. And I'm ca- talking about you, Miss Devin and your husband, who's a UW fan, a Washington fan, but I think we started converting him officially this weekend Getting to experience was one of the best pleasures of my life because I've also gotten to experience that in some ways through D Ford. And we all, I think most of us know who D Ford is not the, not the footballer, as she would say, but the lady, the sweet little British lady from London who loves Auburn more than I ever could. And she's barely been an Auburn fan. I mean, she's like an <laughs> infant compared to the majority of us in her Auburn, like, you know, legacy, but I, I don't think I'm worthy to tie her shoes. Uh, but to get to experience like the things like with her for D, like her first tiger walk, her first tumors, uh, corner rolling, first game, obviously got to do a lot of those similar things. But on homecoming weekend with Miss Devin, uh, Devin Wistrom, like Devin, thank you for letting me do that. That was absolutely me. Have you ever gotten to do that? I mean, with like a peer or something like that before? Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm t- I'd have to think. Actually, yes, I have. I've gotten to do it on a couple occasions with a friend of ours uh, who's been down to Auburn, and we've gotten to show her around camps, everything outside of a football weekend. And then last year, the Ole Miss game, we got her to come to a game and got to do it all again, you know, in the, you know, I think that was the end of October, just perfect Auburn football weather and a great game. Um, And just got to experience all of it again with all that comes with Auburn game day. And so um, it's just, it's hard to explain unless you just do it. And I think that's kind of what you're going to get at, but just being able to show this bits and pieces that words can't adequately describe, but Mm -hmm. you just get to see them, see it and see what it means to you. Um, And so, yeah, it, that's a joy is to get to be able to show Auburn off to someone who's never gotten to see it and, and see them come away, even if it's just a little bit with the love you have for it. And it's, it's the funny thing, too, because, you know, Devin started, like, hinting at this, like, and, and it seemed like kind of like a joke at first, you know, we need a tour guide, you know, the kind of the way we always do it. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, I'm, I'm down. And I don't think <laughs> I had to, like, contain myself to, like, like, this is what I love to do, like, just show people Auburn and talk about my stories, but obviously the wider stories as well. Let me, let me tell you the level of detail I went with her and her oh, husband, boy. we... We met at Alumni Hall, which is a new part of Auburn, obviously, but we sure. met there and then came across because one of my favorite places in Auburn, Funchess, a.k.a. Fungus Hall, because the <laughs> fungus department is literally, or it was in my time, in the bottom mm-hmm. basement floor, and it kind of looks and smells like fungus is down there, but the, the building as a whole has this certain smell that I can, I smell it right now, and I told them this, I said, I know what this is going to smell like before I walk in. Sure enough, walked in there, it's like, I was in class again, <laughs> same, you know, uh, stuffed head of a bear yep. and a moose is in there. I can picture uh, it. 
it's it's awesome. My professor found him on the wall. I said, look, look, right now, this isn't even about you guys. This is about me. I'm just living the life right here, <laughs> imagining my senior year, which was one of the best years of my life outside of uh Mary and Jessica. I said I said it. It's it's said, okay. It's, so it's nobody on record. That's it's on, on the record. record. Getting engaged on Auburn campus to the love of my life was the best day year ever. I said it on live. It's here. It's on posterity. Uh, that, uh, we, you know, we went and did in our limited time. That was the biggest problem, Austin, is how do you share Auburn in two hours? Mm. How, like, how do you do that? Like, like, so before I share more about like, if you have two hours, what do you hit when you share Auburn for the first time? Two hours. Uh, we're going downtown, uh, for the drugstore and lemonade i mean that every people outside of auburn that don't know auburn know about the lemonade and drugstore so that's a yes tumors corner is a yes i i i'll tell you we usually start there and we walk we get them lemonade so they're nice and full you know and, and sipping on it we go by the picture spot we go through sanford hall we go down the main concourse point out fully i we got our route you know point out the quad point out haley um, the big things go in the bookstore see if we can get them to buy a couple shirts um and you know do the green space and the whole i mean it would just you just take that big as big as lap of excuse me as big of a lap as you can um to show them all of campus um but i I like starting and ending where campus meets downtown just because that's where community the community hits and auburn is just plopped in the middle of this little town um and that and that's kind of how it feels like the students are just plopped in with the community that people that have been here or live here after they graduated or, or have lived here for just forever. And so, um, two hours is so hard. I, I just I don't know how you, it was, it was rough. Encompass it all. <laughs> I but, was sweating. But you, did, you started in Funches. So two hours from there, how'd you end up? But we, we actually made a pit stop into the library. You know, I would ask them, I was like, look, I'm going to, I'm going to show you everything I can. If we, if, so you're going to have to tell me I'm too tired. You're going to have to tell me yeah. that's enough. Kyle, shut up. Uh, you know, we went to the, the, to the library and I showed them, you know, the big addition to it now and walked them through that a little bit. Uh, we went to the, it, what, what is the big gear thing called again? I always, the lathe, the lathe, the lathe. The lathe. told, told them the legend of how, if you kiss your, your lovely lady there and it starts spinning. She's not an Auburn lovely woman. Man. Yep. And the story is that it never spins because it's rusted shut. So every Auburn woman is an Auburn woman. So there you That's go. Right. Uh, talked about the seal, you know, the stories of the many stories of the war Eagle at Centennial garden right there between Foy and the back of Sanford. And, mm. you know, one of the, I don't think you've, one of the stories I was told, and it's not obviously part of the official four stories that they have about the War Eagles, that it died there on, in the center of Oh, that. my. No, but, I have not heard you know, that one. <laughs> that was like the first one I ever heard. I was like, that's not real as fantastical as they always are. <laughs> yeah. um, sadly enough, we did not have time to get to Tumor's Corner for the drugstore until she did at the end of the day. So she took care well, of yeah. I, like. But one of the most fun things we did is we went to Mama Goldberg's and I'm just speaking for myself. So, you know, they may think differently and just spent about two hours there uh, having some good old mom's love and just chatting it up in that musty old building. There you go. Like Absolutely. just sitting around and talking about Auburn in a place like that, that is technically not even on campus, even though campus is just across the street from it. Right. And it's just like, again, you talk about those intersection points of where campus meets the community and it's just not even the community it's the people that live there it's the people that come back there 
we all meet there together because we love this place, whether it's you're actually on campus or not. So those were the big highlights of my day. Of course, we did the pep rally, the, you know, the things that we talked about in the, in the second segment about homecoming stuff and, and Tiger Walk, of course, too, and Spirit March. Uh, yep. So the funny thing about this, Austin, is in all of this discussion that we just had, whether you just gave me your scenario or not, did you notice something? We barely mentioned sports. Mm. Isn't that weird? It's pretty preposterous, Kyle. How could you it, not? But doesn't that also say something to you about the Auburn experience? The fact yeah. that all, when you ask, someone says, oh, where'd you go to school? Auburn. Oh, Auburn. What, what's some of the first things they say? Oh, what's going on with the football program? Or well, not on? currently, Austin. The, oh, we're sorry. in a feel-good segment <laughs> right now. Shut your dirty mouth. Don't you ruin this. In a typical, like, normal year, whether Auburn's really good or just blah, you know, what do they typically say? When asking about Auburn? You you say, oh, I'm from Auburn. They go, what? Like, like just what's what's something that somebody would say to you normally? Uh, someone would ask me about about the lemonade, or ask really? me about. Uh, I've had people ask me all that, if they've never had it. Okay, if, uh, I'm 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 sorry. I'm really blowing this. I'm trying to pick up what you're. Well, what you're I was. Asking. I guess what I'm saying is they'd say, "Oh, Cam Newton. Oh, the national championship. Oh, oh the kick yeah, six. Yeah. You know, that, that's Some of my the big point. national moments. Yeah, exactly. They they take those broad moments and stuff like that. But when we show Auburn, yeah, we're always looking to that stadium down there. That you know. Plainsman Park. We're looking, you know, to uh, Neville Arena now. It's we're going to get there, but it's so much bigger yeah. than that. It's so much better than that, and it's and and for people that are so grumpy and upset, like, I think you've missed that. I think you've missed the beauty of Auburn and the beauty of the Auburn people. That's yeah. like that. That to me, sitting in in Mama Goldberg's with someone who's experiencing Auburn for the first time for two hours, just chatting it up. And getting in trouble with my wife because I hadn't called her back yet. <laughs> That's, it's I shouldn't say it's worth it because that I'm really trying. I'm really skating on thin ice here in this podcast with my wife, yeah, and she's yeah. just down the hall. I'm supposed so. to keep you in check here. I'm supposed to keep you in check. If 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 someone comes in the room and rips me out of the view of the camera right now, you know what happened. So just just keep that in mind. Oh, I'll anyway, be I hope you, Austin. I hope you get the chance soon to experience that again because experiencing Auburn for the first time. As much as you can through someone else's eyes, someone's eyes is amazing. Yeah, well, and we've been alluding to it with Devin here in the last few weeks as we chat with her before and after we record, and uh, it's been a big buildup. And I'm I'm really glad it all worked out and that you guys got to do that. And I'm glad she got to be with you, Kyle, and and you get to show her true Auburn on a homecoming weekend, no less. And so, um, what an exciting time! And uh, that's that's what it's about. That's what it's about right there, is showing the Auburn experience. And look, we went the full gamut there. Depression, sadness, reality, to happiness. So it can be done. It it absolutely can be done. And we thank you guys for obviously tuning into another episode of listening to us just ramble on about how much we love Auburn, even the struggles of Auburn at time. Uh, Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you do want to catch up with me on Twitter, you can do so at KyleLoomis24 on Twitter. Obviously, follow all the E2C Network stuff across all of social media and, of course, on YouTube and the podcasts. Where can they find you, Austin? At Austin G. Scott. Let's, uh, let's have a good week. And uh, it's LSU week. That's always a fun game, too. That Nothing ever goes awry in that game or anything weird in that game. So uh, another good week to come back to Auburn, though. 
And now my anxiety has risen yet again. Thank you, Austin. Get ready for it, Kyle. Get ready for it. I'm never ready for it. Well, in some ways, I always am. Thank you, guys. I hope you're ready for this week. And we'll get, be back with you very soon for another episode of the Auburn Experience. War Eagle. War Eagle.